Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I am here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. <laughs> like What's I up, st- Michelle? <laughs> Good. It was like you were an announcer, you know. I was feeling some Arsenio Hall vibe. You remember um, that show? <laughs> I do. That was, that was just a minute ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm good. It's been a pretty good week as far as my nonprofit really made some steps, which I'm excited about. I got to talk to one of the local churches who they're going to host a big event for me. They're going to advertise it on the radio and um, just a lot of great things going on. And I had another um, group up in Washington. Well, I'm in Washington, but further north, like three hours near Seattle. Even more in Washington. Even more. (laughs) They're hiring me for like a silent auction event to be their main speaker for their nonprofit. And like things are going. Michelle is not being auctioned, just to be clear. No, I'm not being auctioned. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's she's gonna speak for the auction. I'm gonna speak. That's so awesome. I know. I'm so excited about that. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. And I have an event next Saturday um for anybody grieving where it's gonna be like I'll share my story and then we're gonna break into small groups and they'll be able to like really build that community and talk. And so I'm just really excited. Like God's doing huge things. Yes. Um, I get to go to the Lewis Palau Center, or it might be called something, Lewis Palau something. So he's like a big evangelist who lives in the area. He was, he passed away last year. I'm going to go meet with them just to get ideas on how to build a nonprofit and what they did. Just like tons of connections, uh, just connected with so many widows lately and just loving what I'm doing. Um, in addition, my son got a job. Awesome. Hayden got a job at Mod Pizza. Super excited about that. Yes. Yes. So he last summer worked for Dairy Queen, like super briefly. I remember that wasn't the best work environment and he just got hired at mod, which I love mod pizza. So I'm super excited about that. Is it mod? Like they modify, like you can do whatever you want kind of a thing. Do you get, do you not know mod pizza? No, I don't made, know about pizza. Uh, it stands for made on demand. So it's just like Subway, but it's pizza. Okay. You go in there like, I want that. I want that. I want that. It's really fun. I oh, love that's it. cool. Yeah. So um, love that place. And it's like a couple minutes from our house. Um, so that was super, super exciting. And it's like less than a month till he graduates. So I got out all his like announcements this week while I'm working on them and just going towards all that graduation stuff. And yeah, so it's been a pretty exciting time. Amazing. Um, yeah. So what about you? What's been going on with you? I just want to say congratulations and, and praise God. He is really blessing Thank your you. ministry. And I love it because I know your heart for this and I know how much you want to help people. And um, Thank you. God's going to do it through you. And I just love it. So you guys pay attention. Michelle's <laughs> little now. She's about to be big. You can hear her all over the place. I don't want to get big. On, <laughs> she's going to be on billboards everywhere. She's no, I want to be up. that kind of big, but not like big like a big person you know you know I do go running and work out and try to eat not I do horribly. I'd like to be a little bit bigger I wish I was a little bit taller <laughs> I wish I, I wish was, was a baller, baller. <laughs> I wish I had a girl no I don't wish that <laughs> and I could call her I wish I was a rabbit in a hat with a that and a six four Impala <laughs> that's what I was thinking <laughs> wow well, good times I know good times so Anyways. see we're educating you all actually I know there's some people in particular that knew that um (laughs) but anyways so yeah things have been great for me yeah what's going Um, on in tennessee tennessee i'm gonna do it every oh and by the way uh, tennessee who did i say i said that it was uh i was wrong i forgot who i said it was and i remembered when i listened back that it was arrested development yeah yeah i said it was color me bad um or that i thought it was but it was arrested development i was way off with color me bad but um Anyways, another little bit of useless information for the audience <laughs> there. So, um, yes, there's a lot of joy in my life right now um, mm, so much, so and good. it feels great. It's it's like the Lord is just doing something very, very special in my life. And um, it's just, it's incredibly um, relieving. It's like this restoration, this time of restoration mm, in my yes. life and um, redemption. And it's just, it's just been great. Um so I, you know, I'm still, uh, you know, eating super healthy and, nice. um, I've lost like 14 pounds. Whoa, and, nice job. Okay. So this is kind of crazy. So I don't know. I just wanted to try it because it comes with my gym membership. Um, I stood in a tanning booth. You have tanning? you ever done that? Not I don't know. Stood oh, okay, in so one. Like the this, ones where you lay down. Farmer's tan on my, well, this was like a stand up one. Okay. I have this farmer's tan on my arm from, cause I always wear t-shirts, you know, and I don't like go around shirtless. So. <laughs> 
Um, so I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, whatever. Like it comes with my membership, like I'll try it, you know? Oh my gosh, it was the weird, like I felt so, it was like, I almost like just pushed my way out of there because it felt so like- Were you claustrophobic? Like, a little bit, because you walk into this room and it's like, you're, you're surrounded. Like okay. you, you can't even reach your hands out like 12 inches without touching oh. like all these light bulbs. There's this huge fan on the ceiling. And I'm just standing there like, cause she's all, it'll turn on in three minutes. So you go and you, you know, get ready or whatever. Um, and there's like, so there's a little room that you, you know, get undressed in essentially. Mm-hmm. And then you step back into the, like the tanning room. And so I go in there and I'm like standing there waiting. I'm like, she said three minutes. Like it's definitely been more than three minutes. And I'm just like standing there and nothing's happening. And I'm in there for like five minutes. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And I look over at the wall and there's this green and red switch. And I'm like, oh, I think I have to hit start. And it's just like, as soon as I hit it, it's like, burn, like this super loud fan and all these lights, like super bright. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny now, but when I was in it, I was like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> so anyways, oh I know it's like, you know, not as funny, not being the one that was in there, but I was like, this is weird. I don't know. I ended up like looking into it later and saw that like, it's not super good for you. You know, I didn't know that, you know, but so I'm not going to do it anymore, but it was like, it was really strange. So I'm sure the audience needed to know that, Um, you know, it's good information, but um, no, Uh, actually. And then the other thing is uh, I went to Gatlinburg today, which is in Tennessee, of course. And it's um, in the general area, I believe as like Dollywood. Nice. Um, which if you haven't heard of that, which I hadn't before I moved here, it's kind of like Disneyland. Oh, I want to go. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but it's, you know, Dolly Parton. Um, I also learned from my neighbor that you do not say anything bad about Dolly Parton in oh. Tennessee. Just so you know, if you ever visit Tennessee, don't ever say anything bad about Dolly Parton. Interesting. I heard you get beat up for that sort of thing. Well, there's a um, movie called Christmas in Dollywood. Um, I think Luke's last Christmas, we watched that. I'm like, we watched this with me. He's like, okay. So that's how I know all about Dollywood. Really? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christmas so in Dollywood. anyways, yeah, Christmas in Dollywood. So maybe we'll do an, maybe you'll be big <laughs> enough that we'll do an episode yeah. live from Dollywood. No um, so today Wait, we can are I covering say a... one more thing. No. Because I forgot. <laughs> Okay. You run the show or something? Fine. We run it. Okay. <laughs> I realized that I didn't talk about Mother's Day and I want to talk about some things my kids did for me. Oh, yeah, really, of course. I'm really sorry. I was just joking. Special. Um, went out to lunch with my mom, my parents, and my kids, and that was good. And I was like, my kids didn't get me anything, but they did later. My oldest son, Hayden, made me the most beautiful video. Um, nice. And it was all about how um, I'm his rock and how it must be hard not having his dad here to help and how I have to make all the decisions. It was a really beautiful video. And then he put like pictures together and stuff. So that was really special. I was like, hey, can I post that? He goes, absolutely not. You can't post it. You know, it was like, <laughs> I was like, I just want to show everyone it's so beautiful. He's like, no, so I didn't post it. And then my daughter made me, Haley made this, um, I don't know how to explain it. She called it a book nook or something. It's like this little like it was made out of cardboard with like a picture she made of me and her and it goes in between your books on your bookcase so it was super cute mm. or it's called book something and then uh Peyton wrote me a letter so it was sweet like in the beginning like they didn't really show me that and then my favorite part of the day was because of um donations I've had to widow goals um Haley and I I think I talked about this last week that we we're gonna do it um we were able to go deliver gift baskets to six widows in our area and only two were home. And the, the last one we talked to, she just started crying as soon as she answered the door and I handed her a gift. And then she just Aww. talked about her grief and how that's just meant to her. And it was just beautiful. Like when I did that, I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. Like, I love this. And with the meeting with the, with the church I went to earlier this week, um, they said they want to provide all the gift baskets. So that's awesome. So I'm just so it's excited. It's amazing. I really like, I'm passionate about doing holidays because I know how hard they can do. How, how hard they can be. And like, I heard about another organization, Valentine's day, they gave flowers to widows. Hmm. And so I was like, next year, I want to do that. Like I have all these ideas now from doing this holiday that like, I'm thinking about other ones that I, what I could do and making it special. And now that having donations from churches, like, wow, like this year was six, I predict next year is going to be like over a hundred, you know, with wow. have help to help me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'll have, you know, hopefully volunteers in the area to help. So anyways, just want to share about Mother's Day. And I hope you all had a wonderful Mother's Day, even though I'm sure you had a little bit of grief, but that someone in your life made it special. So Mm. um, how about you? Like, how was that? 
I know you were going to be busy and all that stuff. I agree with everything you said for starters. Um, you know, it was, it was actually a really nice day. I, I, you know, I got to talk, talk, talk. I got to talk to my, um, mother-in-law. Um, I got to talk to, uh, my mom. Um, I reached out to, you know, Lacey's aunts, um, one of her aunts she's like really well they both are really sweet they both mean a lot to me but just one in particular I'm thinking of um uh, I don't want to say her name for privacy purposes but um she never had children and so it was very important for but she was always very involved in the kids lives and um Mm -hmm. Lacey and her brother um and so uh you know Lacey used to call her every Mother's Day and just you know extend to her you know happy Mother's Day and um she's just she's an amazing she's been so so good to me um I love her a lot but so I wanted to like continue that on and so I got a chance to call her and um that's so good you know it seemed like it touched her a lot which really you know which was really nice for me to to kind of carry on that legacy for Lacey you know yeah um and uh it was just it was a good day it was you know it was a good day I had a lot of um you know just Honestly, I didn't, I, I, I'm more like grieved for other people, you know, right. my kids yeah. didn't seem to have any issues and, you know, I, I felt bad for my mother-in-law, of course, you know, that like Lacey right. wasn't there to call her today and, you know, yeah, things like that, but, um, talked to my mom for a bit and yeah, yeah that thanks for asking. Me. It was, it was actually much, much better than last year. Good. I know we both last had Mother's Day. Yeah. I had to walk out of church. Oh, um, that's, right. that's I, right. I was in the middle. It was probably three quarters of the way through the service. I had to walk out because I was I like falling that apart. Now. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how important mothers are, how great they are and, mm. you know, all these other things. And, um, you know, it just really, it just really felt really sad. It really got to me. Right. Um, so great sorry, to see the growth and like yes. the feeling. And something, I wanted to do something for my mother-in-law. So this just might give other people ideas. And then it just came to me, like I have hundreds of videos on my phone of Luke, her son that she's never seen. So I said, happy mother's Mm. day. I think you'll enjoy these videos that you've never seen. I sent her like 20 videos. Wow. And she said, I'm going to watch it. I'm not at home. I want to cry by myself. And then later she was like, thank you so much. That meant so much. Oh, that's that's just an idea. If you ever want a gift for the parents of your spouse or anyone close to them, like they haven't seen, like, I love when I see pictures and videos of Luke that I've never seen. It's like, Hey, I have this. And so I knew on my phone, there's many that I never posted or she's never seen. And so it, it made her day. And so that's just an idea for other people as well. That's amazing. And you know, that you just reminded me of that. Cause I've, I think I've mentioned it to my mother-in-law here or there, but, um, and actually, today is her birthday, by the way. Oh, happy awesome. birthday if happy you're listening. Birthday. I plan on calling her in a bit. I've just been busy all day. Good. Um, and they're three hours behind me. So I always have that, like, that, <laughs> that window. Yeah. Um, but that's super cool. And I actually realized that I probably have a bunch of videos that she hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great idea. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. All right. You want to so, know what we're doing? Yes. I'm uh, moving on to what we are doing. So we have noticed that you guys loved every time we've talked about dating. That's right. Um, it is our second most popular episode, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Is the yeah. uh, dating is not a four letter word. Right. And yet it is the 25th one that we recorded. Right. So, you know, anyways, I think it's on track to eventually be the number one most listened to. So we, um, you know, just kind of wanted to give you guys what you're interested in hearing. That's right. So we have sort of a three-part series coming up um, that... And I have to scroll down to remember. Do you remember the guy's name that wrote the article? I already forgot. Joseph Sumter. Joseph Sumter. So I found this online and I just thought this would be really great to share with all you guys. So the title of today's episode is a sign that signs that a widow is ready to date again. Um, and so we just kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, there are some specific ones they have on here. So we're going to kind of go through them and also add our two cents where applicable um so you know what do you think michelle what do you think are some signs that a widow is ready to date again so to anybody listening take it from this perspective somebody that's listening that's wondering how do i know if i'm ready to date Mm, again right i think when i feel like i just talked about this on the tiktok i think i did i think when it's like um this is not on the list i'm just gonna talk when it's (laughs) not 
debilitating to like when the thought of your husband or wife late spouse doesn't make you curl up in the fetal position and like when it's like not an overwhelming pain and you're ready to be happy again and you're ready to I don't know I literally like it was an overnight thing for me like literally boom I think it was four or five months um and I just woke up and I was like I can talk to men again that's an interesting thought. Like, because you're married and you block that part off for so long, like you're just, mm-hmm. you know, with your spouse and you don't even think about another person. And even after he died, I remember people saying stuff to me and I was like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to date anybody. Like mm-hmm. I only want Luke. That's it. I don't even a thought would make me sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. And then literally one day I woke up and I was like, huh, that might be kind of interesting. I think I'm ready but I was mm-hmm. ready. So it was an overnight thing for me, but it was a very slow process. Like right. I had, um, guy friends that I hadn't talked to in years, um, that I started texting, no talking on the phone, just started with texting. And that's, that was my very slow process. And even somebody wanted to meet up and I'm like, Nope. Or talk on the phone. Nope. Wouldn't do it. I would mm. only text. It's funny to me now that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you can't hear my voice. And I do remember the first one I talked to, he, you know, I was like, it feels like I'm cheating. He's mm-hmm. like, no, you're not cheating. I'm like, it just feels like it. And it was like this process of like feeling. So I guess it was like a boom overnight thing for me, but then a process. And it was at the point where I was ready to um, like move forward, not moving on, um, move forward. And remember everyone's timeline is different. Mark and I both had anticipatory grief when you know someone's passing away. So we may have been ready at an earlier point than someone else. So if you're like years into this and you're like, I don't feel like yet that yet, it's okay. Like mm-hmm. there's no timeline in grief. And so I don't know that it was any one specific thing, but I just had this desire in my heart to, for companionship again. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I would like to see like what it's like again. And then I remember this like very insecure phase I went through, like, do I still got it? You know, because you're married <laughs> for, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know we've had this conversation before where you're just like married for so long and they love you for who you are and all these things. And, you know, the last time we dated, we were in our twenties. I mean, I'm still 29. So I, it wasn't yeah, much different, yeah. you know, it's not like I had more lines and all of that stuff from getting older. Um, and that for me was the biggest thing. Like I have lines, I'm older, you know, like no one's going to love me. It was weird. I don't know. I went through a lot of weird phases. Um, but well, we went through a weird phase of life. That's true. You know? Yeah, that that's true. Um, and so for me, I went through this weird insecure phase of like, you know, am I still attractive? Do I, you know, whatever. But, you know, as I started, talking to more people and like my confidence grew in that my confidence grew in who I am again, you know, cause you're figuring out who you are, who am I in mm-hmm. the dating world? I mean, that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. There's internet dating now and all yeah, those like, other, what's this? Yeah. Which, oh boy. That's a whole animal. Oh, <laughs> oh like, boy. Oh boy. Internet dating. <laughs> yeah. Good oh, times. Good times. We should good do times. a whole episode on that. Oh my goodness. We could have some fun. Ep- we should have people like write in with some of their stories. We would. Get- oh, I got a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just on too. my own. I know. Uh, you know, right? <laughs> either, either, uh, you know, like I had a, a couple of fake people. I mean, mine aren't like good stories. <laughs> mine are like fake people or like, you know, people that, you know, want money or that, um, oh, you know, right the man hitting me up, telling me that I'm the perfect spooning size. That's the best story. I mean, <laughs> He's like, you are just like the perfect spooning size. I'm like, oh my thank word. you. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> just wow. So yeah. So uh, I'm kidding. There's many better stories out there than mine, but, um, but anyways, that's not what we're talking about. So yeah. Way off topic, but that's a little bit about signs that I knew I was ready to date um, where the thought of Luke didn't make me like, I wasn't consumed with grief. I guess that's it. Mm. I wasn't consumed. Yes. I still had grief, but I was not consumed. Like I was the first few months where he was literally all I could think about and sad about and all of that stuff. What about for you? What do you think? So, yeah, I, I think that's, I think all that stuff you said is great and very true. And there are just so many, so many things to know. So there's, or excuse me, there's so many things to say about the way that you and I lost our spouse. Right. Um, so I, 
I felt like I lost Lacey way before she'd actually died. Right. Um, and I, I've talked about that before because I did. I did lose her way before that. Um, and so the desire for companionship came pretty quickly for me. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the not wanting to be alone. But I also had these huge, um, you know, I was like, Lacey set the bar so high. Right. Mm-hmm. That I'm never going to find anybody good enough. You know, mm-hmm. my dog's trying to catch a fly in the background. Sorry, it was <laughs> distracting to me. She's like, just rolled what over. She um, so, you know, to me, it was, it was scary. It was scary. The idea of being vulnerable because I'm very much a, a one woman kind of man. And so um, I, I thought you want... were a player. <laughs> I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to hear wait. And the next line is. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know the next line to that okay. song, believe it or not. Not a player. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, no, that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm very much a one-woman man. And so, you know, I didn't want to just date around. You know, right. I wanted to find somebody amazing, fall in love, and get married again. Yeah. Um, but I found that to be rather difficult for many reasons. Um, you know, and I, I could just sum it up by saying I wasn't ready. That'd probably be yeah. the, the simplest way to say it. So, um, you know, thinking that you're ready and being ready might be two different things. I'm in a very different place now. Um, right. But, you so know. What, what made you, you know, kind of digging a little deeper for our listeners into yeah. like, basically you weren't ready. What made you realize you weren't ready? Like what, mm. what about it was that you weren't ready? Just it caused a lot of grief for me. Yeah. It, it caused a lot of grief. Um, there were a lot of things that I saw and didn't like, mm-hmm. um, like, it's, but it, for no reason, no, nobody's fault. Right. Um, but like, you know, it was hard for me seeing somebody else hanging out with my kids. Right. Um, even though I loved it for them and they were having a good time, it just, it, it, it's great. You know, you it, it wasn't, their it didn't feel fair to Lacey, you know? Right. Um, and so there were a lot of things, honestly, it'd be, it'd be a whole episode of like getting right. into, but, and that's, you know, that's for the sake of other people's privacy, I, right. I'm not going to get into that, but, um, it just wasn't right for me at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but the interest has been there for me for a long time, um, of having companionship and finding somebody, but, you know, I've also had um, promises from God that I've tried my best to hold on to, but I just kept thinking God needed my help. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and so I was trying to speed along the process, so to speak. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of come back to like putting it in God's hands, right. Mm-hmm. Um, which has been a huge blessing in a remarkable amount of ways. Um, so, but so going off of this list were some of the things that I wanted to mention. So well, the first thing it says, they're ready to smile again. Like you're, mm-hmm. if you're ready to smile again, I don't agree with that. I was ready to smile again, like Before right dating, after right? I lost her, yeah. you know, like, uh-huh. um, so, but so I'll skip on to the next one. Cause I think this is an important one. Um, if you're interested in meeting new people, like, so if you have the interest to start dating again, I'd say that's a pretty good sign, you know? Yeah. yeah exactly. You might be waiting for the right exact right kind of person you might be super picky um and that's all okay because you know i know a lot of people that lost their spouse did not have great marriages mm-hmm. um i did i had an right. excellent marriage so i knew i was looking for qualities similar to lacy's cuz right. that's what i fell in love with um why wouldn't i look you know a lot of people are like you know just you have to understand that you know people are not are not lacy or whatever. And I'm like, you know, now I realize that it's like, no, like that's what I want. That's what I loved. I loved yeah. Lacey's qualities. I loved right. her heart. Like, why would I not want to look for those things again? Um, and then, so I'll, I'll, I'll list a couple more and then you can kind of jump in and talk about any of these you want, but I just want to be able to go through them. So people know right. what they are. Um, if you talk about your partner less and less, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It's a natural thing. It's, it's a moving forward Yes. kind of action that allows you to not talk about them so much um, because your heart isn't hurting as bad anymore. True. So you can get to a place where you don't feel like you need to talk about it as much. That being said, for me, Lacey was 17 years of my life. So, exactly. I mean, that's almost half my life. Um, uh, I mean, you your know. mouth's off a little bit. 
<laughs> I said almost. Come on, give me some slack here. It would take like how many years? Eight. It would have taken three. another six years for it to be half my life, okay. but <laughs> I was three years away from it being half okay, my life. Okay, okay. Something like that, right? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Just let me have it. It was. Okay, it was you can okay. Have it. it was. It was uh, two fifths. Is that better? <laughs> two yes. fifths of my life. Yes. Anyways, um, sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. No. So, but you know, a lot of my stories involve Lacey, of course, you know, and right. I want to tell those stories. Um, so, but if you don't feel the need to talk about them so much, that might be a sign you're ready. Um, if you're ready to talk about your feelings, you might be ready. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, myself included, and I'm sure you too, it was like, you know, you kind of pull back and you don't want to like, you, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about what you're really feeling sometimes because you're afraid. Right. That people aren't ready to hear what you're really feeling right you know so and then i'll say one more and kind of give you a chance if you want to comment on any of that um if you've stopped living in the past Mm, um and and i think we could go pretty deep into that but what are your thoughts on some of those things if any uh i know you got thoughts i do have a lot of thoughts (laughs) um stop living in the past like there was a point where I looked around my room and it was like, this is a shrine to Luke. Like there were pictures everywhere. I, Cause after he died, I put up tons and tons, like more than I already had up. And then I realized like, this is my past and that's okay. And like mm. when I, I moved, I only put up like some of them again. And now I'm starting like in my room, I have tons of pictures of Joel on the wall and like kind of moving forward with that. But I was living in the past where you're constantly like wishing you were in that time. But when you're able to be like, that was a great time. And you can look back on it with fond memories and mm. instead of like, I guess it's, yeah, looking back on it with memories instead of like being in the moment and being like, so sad, of course, yeah. we're sad and we miss them. This isn't the life we would have ever chose, but we're not living in that anymore. So I think yeah. that's a really, really good one that to stop living in the past. Um, I know sometimes something I struggle with, with dating um, is fear of loss again. And I do know there are a lot of widows who do not date again because they are afraid of losing someone again. And when, uh, Joel and I first dating, we discovered that this was still kind of an issue when, you know, he's a pilot and Mm -hmm. one time, like he didn't call me when he landed and I flipped out. Like I thought he died. Like it was this whole thing. And then we realized, and we talked through it. Now I have a way to track him while he's flying. So it's all good. (laughs) Because I'll find you. Yes, I will always find him. I'm a little bit of a, I wouldn't say stalker, but I can find people. And um, stalker esque. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) So I um, like, we realized through that experience that I do have this great fear of loss. Like, kind of sometimes, and it's in that article that I posted before of, um, and I'll put another link to it um, to Love a Widow, that thing I read before. Um, Mm -hmm. that I had sent to Joel, right. When we started dating that sometimes you have an extreme fears Mm -hmm. and so the fear of him dying. And so we were able to get the app so I can now see when he lands. And then I've just been able to let that go more and be like, okay, God, you've got him, but not only the fear of death, but I think Joel did talk about this in his episode, these fears that I have. Um, and then the fear of like, what if something goes wrong between us and what if, you know, so people sometimes don't love again. But like I always say, it's better to have loved and lost than to never loved at all. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. better to love and lost a second time. You know, well, and the joy that it brings you yes. is worth it. Even if it's short-lived, the joy that you will receive, especially like, you know, from after being with, after going through so much pain, Right. of losing someone to like feel love again right it's amazing it's even more like magnified you know by by you know just understanding how fragile life can be right. and you know you just you have this certain mindset that like you know I'm going to be even better this time and I'm going to love even better and I'm going to not think about petty things this time around right. and you know like you just have a different mindset about it and so it can be a huge blessing to get over that fear because first of all, I know most of the people listening are believers. God doesn't want right. us to live in fear, right? God does not want us to live in here in fear. That is not from God. And um, something I just wanted to interject real quick is something I want to try to remember to say in all three of these um, episodes is to encourage you to pray for God to bring you somebody when the time Ooh, is right. Yes. 
definitely mm-hmm. do that. Be praying about it. Be praying for that woman or man. Yep. Um, specifically, not only what you're looking for, God knows your heart, but still tell him what you're looking for mm-hmm. and, and be praying for that person that shows that you have faith that that person is out there. Right. Um, so be praying for that specific person about their day, about, you know, that God would protect them, that God would keep them safe. And um, I, I think that that is a good thing. And then also to, you know, this is probably more for the men because women tend to not have a hard time finding someone when they're ready, <laughs> but, you know, it might be a little difficult for men, but like focus on becoming the person that God wants you to be. Yes. And not worry so much about the person that you want brought to you. Exactly. That's so good. Focus on being the kind of person that will attract the kind of person you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So those are just a couple of things that I wanted to add in and just remind people of those really powerful truths that I feel like if you put it in God's hands, um, he will take care of you. Right. um, Well, his timing will be best, you know? Right. And I said this in the episode with Joel, but I'm going to repeat it again since we're talking about dating about how I was having a really hard time. And my best friend said to me, and I was crying, where am I going to find myself? Where am I going to find my next person? And she's like, give the pen to God and let him write your love story. Like, like mm, it's the same, theme, that. same theme that you're talking about letting I've God that too. do it. Yeah. And then not long after that, I started talking to Joel. And so um, it's really exciting when you know it comes from God and that mm. it isn't all of your your efforts and like, I have to find somebody because I, I know that feeling of like, yes, I want to find somebody because I don't want to be alone. Okay. Here's been my biggest fear since Luke died. When my kids leave, I don't want to be alone in my house. Like that's a fear. And my kids will be graduated in four years. And so, you know, but you got to let go of that fear. Like it's, Totally fear is not. Aren't you going to get like eight cats? I know. I was about to say that, that I'm the cat lady. <laughs> I'm wearing a black dress with my hair in a bun. And I got cats all over. Oh, and I'm on hoarders. You know, well, according to your uh, TikTok followers, that's uh, some of them. That's the way you're supposed to live. Yeah. Supposed to live like that if you're a widow. Right. Yeah. So, but anyways. Um, yeah. And I would also add on to this to um, people are going to think things. Yep anticipate it and let it go before it even starts. Cause they're not in your shoes. They're mm-hmm. not in your shoes. They do not get a right to an opinion about what you should be doing with your life. You did not choose this. Like we've said before, you did not choose this life. This is your life in your timing when you're ready. Not what anybody else thinks you should or shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna yeah. Go ahead. Say, you're going to get people that say, aren't you going to start dating again? And people like it's too soon to start dating. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get both of those. But only, you know, like one of my pet peeves, and I've only had a few people say it to me is like, oh, if my husband died, I would not get remarried. (laughs) And you just have to like give them grace and be like, you know, and I have said, it's only been two people I can think of. And I have said to them, well, you don't know like what it's like to be in a place, but just let it go (laughs) because they let it go. (laughs) Let it go. That was really on key. But it's like, just give people grace again because they don't yeah. they don't mean to but if that's that is a pet peeve of mine like i just one. don't get it though because i could never do that i i would be happy for anybody depending exactly. you know what i mean like um again for sake of privacy i won't mention any names but somebody that's close to me went through a divorce and um like started dating someone pretty shortly after and it wasn't his fault he tried, he tried, he tried, he was being cheated on and all these other things. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of people were really offended when he started dating somebody and they, they got married in a very short period of time, like within nine months they were married and he still to this day is like crazy happy. Mm. And I remember telling him like how happy I was for him and just, I don't know. And so it's like, you know, I don't, I just don't relate to the people who decide to go out of their way to give you their opinion that you did not ask for, you know, right. but that's okay. That's a whole nother thing. Um, I know. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> so um, moving on. So I'd say another sign is if you meet somebody and you can picture a future with them um, and not, I would say, this is what I'm reading. <laughs> I'm all no, that's good it. though. That's good. Sorry, Mr. Stumpner. Is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know. Sumter, Sumner. I don't Sumter, know. Sorry. Sumter. 
Sorry, sir, who's not listening. <laughs> right. Um, so if you can see a future with that person, um, if you are interested in dating them, I'd say that's a sign. So that's what it says on here next. Um, yeah. And, and then, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. If you're with, okay, so let's say you go through this and you start like, okay, I think I could date. But if you go out on a date and it makes you sick to your stomach and it's not just the person, it's just the thought like, oh, this makes me feel like I'm cheating. Then you're not ready. You know? Yes. Yes. But at least you're ready. You gave it a try. Yeah. And you can see from there. Um, yeah. And, and only again, only you will know when you're ready. And, and I believe if you're praying about it, you're going to get confirmation when that person comes along, mm-hmm. you're going to get confirmation that this is him. This is her. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is what you've been praying about, you know, right. kind of a thing. And I feel like that, um, when the right person comes along, it'll be in that. Not only will it be the right person, it'll be in God's right timing. Right. And so right. I, I believe that when that person comes into your life, while it still may be difficult, you, you'll know, you'll know. And then, you know, you can pursue those feelings, mm-hmm. I guess, if you will. Sorry, I kind of ran into a dead end with what I wanted to say a little bit. <laughs> well, I you ever do little... that? You just start saying uh-huh. something. You're like, I don't know how to wrap this up. No, it's good, but I got a little story time. <clears throat> All right. Story time, ladies so and gentlemen, very, gather around. Very first time that I was alone with a man. It was a friend that I'd known like my whole life. He's single. And uh, we had texted a little bit. I think then we moved to talking on the phone. We were just friends. Like I was not interested in him, like dating him, um, you know, been friends forever. And we met up and went on a walk and I didn't tell one person, maybe my best friend, but I didn't tell anybody. Like it felt so weird to me. Like he, he's not (laughs) from the area he was visiting and we met at this place and like, I felt so weird, but yet I loved it. Like, and he was just a friend and it wasn't like that, but it was just this new experience, you know, because, you know, Luke and I were very big up. We're not like alone and hanging out with people of the opposite sex. Yeah. Married. Right. It yeah. It's inappropriate. Right. And so it was a very strange feeling, but I remember, so if you're like keeping it a secret, it's okay. Like I didn't tell my kids, well, my kids, you know, they track me just like I track them and they were like, <laughs> you were at this trail. And I was like, yep, I was with a friend and they didn't ask anymore. So nice. Tell them I didn't tell anybody, but you said he's just a friend, something, something, something. Oh, baby. You, you, oh, we're so good. Got what I need. <laughs> when you say, okay. Okay. I must, you had it. Um, That's great. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. That was good. <laughs> someday yeah, you gotta count you know i can't you. let it go i i, I wasn't i know i wasn't thinking about that but anyways the, the point of me sharing this story is it's okay like if you yeah. want to tell anybody like it's okay totally and it's your business yeah and the other thing i didn't tell anybody surprise to those who don't know it um so i never well i can't say never in the beginning i never did like a dating app but i did facebook dating And Mm. I felt more comfortable with that because it would be like mutual friends. Like you have mutual friends. And Mm. so I would ask, it's, it's like a whole thing on Facebook. If you don't know about it, you click on the dating button and then you can put connect with mutual friends. Like you have mutual friends or not. If you don't want anybody to know then you don't do that. But what I would do is like connect with somebody. Then I'd ask the person who knows them about. So I felt a little bit better about Mm. that. So Um, like they could be, uh, you could do like a background check on them. Exactly. Kind of like, okay, what do you think about this person? And you know, even one of them was like, oh, he must have got a divorce. He's on there. <laughs> yeah, we connected. She's like, shoot, we were praying for him. To, you know, he, they were in our Bible study. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's really fresh. Let me uh, move on. Mm. Uh, but Next. Like, you could kind of get insight. Um, but I don't know the point of that. Just to say, like, whatever you're doing is fine. And if you want to keep a secret, like I did. Um, and it was true when people would ask, how do you, how did you meet this person? I would say mutual friend because there would always be a mutual friend. So I didn't have to be like a dating app, <laughs> you know? And I would go one step further than that. Let's even. go further. What? Let's go further. <laughs> it's not a secret. It's your business, Ooh, you know? I like and it. I use, I use this example, um, like, and sorry, this is kind of crass, but you know, we're all grown ups. I can see the age of our audience. Um, you don't call somebody and tell them about when you went to the bathroom. You know, there's certain things that are, 
What? Well, maybe I should. What have I been <laughs> Don't doing? Don't call me and tell time? me that. <laughs> Wait, do you? Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you put pictures on Instagram? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, but just saying that like it's okay. For, and I just use this example. It's in the extreme, but um, oh, that's really good. But you'll I, understand what I'm saying that like some things like are it. okay for you to keep to yourself. That's good. Some things are you don't tell somebody about every thought you have. Like you don't share everything you do with everybody. Or some there's some things you you think about or whatever you don't share with anybody. They're just your own private thoughts. Um, or your private, you know, bathroom time. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> sorry. Hey, you do a podcast with a man. I'm sorry. I, I find know. stupid things funny. <laughs> um, but just say, no, but just being real, like, like it's not a secret. It's privacy. You, you don't mm-hmm. owe it to anybody to tell them you're dating somebody. Cause first of all, what if you are just experimenting with dating and right. you think that this guy is great? but or this girl's great or whatever and then it ends up not working out and thank god you didn't tell 400 people or whatever because you know like now you have to go tell them never mind it didn't work out or whatever you know so if you want to that's great but if you don't want to you're not keeping a secret you're allowed to have your own privacy you know (laughs) like you don't owe it to anybody you're a grown-up this is your business um you you tell people about it when you're ready to tell people about it there's no expectation um for you to tell anybody uh you know what I mean like does that make sense yeah I wish that I would have known that (laughs) like I felt (laughs) like I was keeping a secret because I didn't tell my kids and I didn't but I wasn't right they weren't ready for that at that point you know to even know I was like with a man you know um right And if you do feel obligated to tell anybody like family members or anything like that before you move forward, that's okay too. But I'm just saying, if you're like, just, if you don't want to tell anybody, but you're feeling guilty because you feel like you're keeping a secret, I just want to like relieve you from that because you're not. That's good. That's really good. I don't tell everybody. I don't go around telling people if my kids got in trouble and they had to go, (laughs) you know, clean the room as punishment or whatever. Like, I don't call everybody and be like, Hey, guess what? You know? Like there's certain things that it's just okay that it's your business. And that's so good. That's how I, you know, I try to be pretty transparent on here, but there's a lot of things I don't share with the audience, of course. Cause well, like, you yeah. know, I have my own privacy. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. don't worry. I see you already thinking <laughs> I'm about to make another joke. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but you know, just I don't know. I just I just felt led to like to tell that to people. That's really good. It's, it's it's your life, you know, it's your life. Do what you want. There's a song. I was thinking of, I knew there was a song I was thinking of. I couldn't <laughs> process it fast Do enough. Do what you want. Something, something, something. But um, you know. That's good it's, stuff. It's, it's important for you to know that because you don't owe anything to anybody. You've already been through so much. And so if you're trying to find some happiness, good for you. Good mm-hmm. for you. You deserve to find some happiness after, if you feel like, oh my gosh, like, I just want to find some happiness again, but I'm not sure how people will think of this or whatever, then don't worry about it. You find your happiness on your own and you keep it to yourself. And if anybody finds out somehow, you still don't have anything to feel bad about. This is still your life. Right. You know? So good. So good. I was about to bust Preach. into an Eminem song, but I realize it's not audience appropriate. <laughs> not many of his <laughs> songs are. No, they're not. Sorry. That's good. Do you have anything else on this? Um, no, no, I think I just we... wanted to leave everyone in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. No, I, don't. I think that, uh, we, yeah, we covered it on signs that you, a widow is ready to date again. Yes. And, and uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'm sure there's more too, but this is just kind of a, a little list and everybody's different. Like there's just like parenting. You can't say this is exactly how you parent because each child is different. And like mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. of our situations is different, but these are some good general things. And yeah. And another thing I would like to add is don't settle. Mm. Don't settle. Yes. Do not settle. Don't Do not settle. settle just because you're lonely. Do not oh. settle. Settle. Like you make sure that this person is exactly who you want, what you're looking for. And if it's not, then don't be afraid to move on and, 
you know, even if you got deceived, which I know happens with women a lot, you know, oh, yeah. um, don't feel stuck. Don't feel like, you know, I don't know. It's especially hard if you've been in a great marriage and then someone else comes along that's like, you know, not as great or whatever. Um, you know, you'd be tempted to like stay anyways because it feels good to have companionship or whatever I would imagine. And um, right. I would just say like, don't do that. Like, don't settle. Like you, you're worth um, having happiness again. You're worth having joy again. And if it takes a little longer, then it takes a little longer. But, you know, in the long run, you're going to be really happy that you waited for that right person. Um, and when they good. come along, you will be sitting on top of the world. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Anyways. It's really good. Don't let's give them something to, to talk, talk about. about. Oh, we're good. <laughs> a little mystery to figure out. <laughs> you know more of that song than I did this How before. about love? Oh, ooh, I, totally got it. <laughs> I mean, I was owning it. Then. Wow. I think That's we need to problem. start a whole new podcast. <laughs> like I sing, Haley's always like, stop, stop, stop. We got our voice from daddy, not from you. I'm like, I know, but I was wanted to be a singer. <laughs> like I just, stop. I wasn't blessed with the voice you guys were. Okay. But I, I have the heart for it. <laughs> By the way, when I re-listened, uh, to last week's episode we recorded, mm-hmm. um, you know, for Michelle has me re-listen to them to make sure they sound good and stuff before we release them. And um, like I made you, Haley, she well, has you know me what I mean, has you. me asks okay. me to is okay. so polite in the way that she asks me if I could please listen to the episode to review it. Anyways, I worded that wrong. I'm sorry, but okay, the point ahead. was Haley has mm-hmm. the most beautiful voice. I've heard her sing before. Um, but hearing her sing that song, My Boyfriend's Back, mm-hmm. like it's a very different tempo than I've heard yeah. her sing before. Yeah. And it was a lot of energy in it. And I was like, yeah. man, that girl's really good. Yes, thank um, you. She, um, on that note, she, so she's in her, like it's um, called Varsity Choir. So you already have to try out for that. And then next year they're doing an ensemble, which is only 16 people. And she just made it into that for next year. No so, way. Very exciting. Lots of good. That is exciting. She's writing oh, cool. more songs. She was writing a song last night and. Anyways, yeah, it's exciting. But one um, thing I will say that I learned from last week's episode that was wrong, totally wrong. What's wrong? Was me praying first and then you doing the I know, outro. it was weird. It was uh, just, we can't, we can't do it no that flow, way. No okay, flow, no flow. good, thank terrible. you. I didn't like that either. <laughs> I honestly just forgot how we did it. Because, you <laughs> really? know, it was so like, it was so like last season. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, because <laughs> it was our 43rd episode. And yeah. You didn't know forgot. yet. How, I forgot how it goes. How, yeah. Anyway, so I just rolled with it. So, anyways, well, so why don't you uh, wrap close it up? No, out. yeah. No, no, you. Okay. Do we need to go over this? Oh, wait. You pray and then I talk like we've done for almost every episode. Last week, really? you did the opposite. Yes. Go back and listen. Sorry. I, I guess I'm confused again. You always pray. And then as soon as you're done praying, I'm like, if you like this episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe you. I just think this is such a funny conversation for people to have to listen to. I know because usually we're not recording when we're talking about these kind of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keeping it real. Okay, so uh, so usually. Sorry. Yes. You, you um, okay, so I'm praying. You pray, and then that's where we're you'll at. Get, okay. you'll, you'll feel the flow. It's when you pray. Pray. You remember that song? I you think have it was to pray MC just Hammer. to make it to death. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, that was too legit to quit. The last part you did. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, I mixed uh, the songs. People are like, just get to the prayer already. I mean, we've done so many songs this episode. It's probably a record. Yes, probably. And we were probably, we wanted to start season two off with a bang. So, so I'm going to pray. Okay. okay. Are you good? Father God, I just, um, I thank you so much for, um, just this opportunity to speak to people and um, just hopefully give people some hope and some advice um, that, you know, I I just pray that only the stuff from you would um, resonate with people's hearts because we don't want to misdirect anybody and we just do our best. So Lord, I pray that you would um, encourage everybody listening that if they are in this place of wanting to date again, that you would ease their mind about you know, letting them know they're not doing anything wrong and that they didn't choose this. And I just pray that you give them great peace um, in their hearts about it. Um, You're such a good God to us. And I pray for restoration and redemption for every single person listening right now, God. 
I pray that you would just cover us all with your redemptive love. Um, you're just such a good God. And um, I pray specifically also over Michelle's ministry, Lord, that you would mm -hmm. take it and run away with it and just do your work through it, do work for the kingdom. Um, oh, you're such a good God, Lord. Just watching these things unfold has been great. I know this will bless the, the community in many ways and give opportunities for people to learn more about you. And I pray that you would use it for your kingdom purposes. And I pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you like this episode, we'd love it if you give it a little bing, five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you'd like to be a guest, be our guest. Be, I just went ahead because you're always going to sing it. If you'd like to be <laughs> our guest, go ahead and email us. Or if you have anything you want to say to us, widowed too soon m at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. This group is growing like crazy. Widowed too soon underscore maybe just look for widow too no, soon just widow too. Too soon. okay on facebook i forget because oh instagram's widow too soon underscore it's hard to remember all the places mm -hmm. we are um but we will get back to you mark is so good about getting back to people on I facebook try. we still have some emails to get back to so working on that and if we don't get back to you know we want to just sometimes life comes up and we don't always get to it but we appreciate each one of you there's been a lot of great feedback in the last yes. week yes Thank you. Thank you. It's thank been a you. Huge blessing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for letting us know you listen. Thank you yes, for love sending it. us your encouragement and sharing your stories with us. Every single thing gets read. It does. We read every single thing that comes across that page. Just, you know, we're busy with life. So a lot of times we don't have the ability to respond, but we try our best. Right. So please reach out mm -hmm. to us. Let us know you're listening. And right. sorry, I didn't mean to take it away, Michelle. Go ahead. That's okay. And I've noticed a lot of people coming into the Widow Too Soon page and going to that welcome part and mm. introducing themselves. So please mm -hmm. keep doing that. I haven't responded to the last few, but I want to know that I see them. Um, sometimes, honestly, I forget when I move on to the next thing, but I mm -hmm. see them and um, we are appreciative of all of your comments and um, we do hear your stories. And I try to remember when I see a new person to like pray for them right then. Mm, yep me too yeah so know you're being prayed for and yes. even if you don't hear back from us like we care and we're praying for you so thank you so much for listening to this uh season two episode and um, we'll see you again next time have a great week god bless you thank you bye